The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Megillah has been dedicated by our good friend Mr. Stephen and his wife Gila Israel, a charter member of our Daf Yomi Shi'ud, for the Hatzlacha of both sets of parents. And of course, their dear children. Hashem, Yishmerem, Vihayem, and Bezat Hashem, they should have continued success. Aslahav, Harvaha, Bechol, Maase, Yedehem. This Masechet also has been dedicated by Stephen and his wife, Le'ilun Nishmat Adel Bat Roza, and Le'ilun Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Hen Vichol Benot Israel Ashavot Amahem Bechol Rahamim Vasilihot Venomar Amen. Daf Gimal. Today's Daf is being studied by Lunishmat Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Eden Amen. We begin today's Daf on Bet Amud Bet. Three lines from the bottom. Vamar, Rabbi Yirmiya, Vietima, Rabbi Hayabar Abba. Mansapach, Sofim, Amarum. The letters. Mem, Nun, Tzaddi, Pechaf, which we abbreviate and we say Mansapach. These letters were established by the Yibi'im, by the prophets. Now, what do these five letters have in common? <laughs> they are all the Sofiyot. They are all the final letters. You have a regular Mem, that's called the Mem Petuha, and then you have a Mem Setuma, <clears throat> and so on with the other four letters. So the Gemara at this point is saying that these letters were established by the prophets. Is that possible? Is that logical? In the Pasuk says, Now what do we learn from this Pasuk? That a prophet cannot add or innovate any Hadushim after Matan Torah. How can they make up uh, new letters? The Sufiyot. Says we know that in the Luchot, the Luchot were etched, the letters. And each letter has a connection to the tablet itself in order that the letter will be able to stand on its own. However, the Mem Sofit, it's a square. It's all connected. And therefore, in order for the letter to be visual... You have to have the center of the memsofit suspended in mid-air in order that you see the outline of the letter. The same thing with the samich. The samich is also a round letter that's complete. And therefore, in order to have the um, image of the letter graven into the luhot, you have to have a little of the uh, luhot suspended in order to see the letter. What does that mean? That means there was a Mem Sufit and there was a Samech Sufit from the times of Matan Torah. So what are you telling me that the Sufiyot were established by the prophets? So comes the Gemara and says, In, yes indeed, Mehva Havu. Really, there were always Sufiyot. 
They just didn't know which letters go in the middle of the word, which means which letters are the pituhot, meaning that go in the middle, and which one of the letters go at the end. I mean, they knew the two styles of letters, but they said when they used them, the usage of the letters was not established. The prophets came along and established pituhim beemsa. Right? The regular mem and the other letters will be in the middle of the word. Teva, vustumim besof teva. Vustumim besof teva. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Back to the same old question. Sof, sof, en le'am mitzvot. She'en navi atid la'adesh daval me'ata. Bottom line, they're establishing something. They're establishing the placement of the letters. That's an establishment that's coming after Matan Torah. Kemarah's conclusion, They just forgot really where the letters belong. And all the Nevi'im did is they came and re-established the placement of the letters of Mansafah. Tap Rashi. Like the letters on the Luhot were chiseled through and throughout. All the other letters have an attachment, right? Because they're not closed letters. They were suspended in the Avir. Now the Rashi comes along and just says, Hai. Which means that which we learned uh, above, where we said that man safach sofim amarum, we could have answered that. You're right. In the luchot, the mem besamech that were uh, suspended, that's talking about a satum. That's talking about the sofiyot. And I could have said that the man safach that the sofim established was the mem patuach. Because it doesn't say it was Sufiyot, it just says Man Safak Sufim Amarum. So to answer this question, I could have said very simple. In the Luchot, you're right, we knew this too much. What was uh, Rav Yirmiyah talking about when he said Man Safak Sufim Amarum? He was talking about the Petuhot. However, as she says, we gave a better answer. We're coming along and establishing it according to uh, the final Maskarab, the Gemara, that really he's talking about the Sufiyot. And the Hadush is what? That he, they just didn't know where the placement was. But that was really not their establishment. It was just Shachum, the Hazru, the Yazdum. Comes the Gemara continues. Targum shel Torah, the Targum, the Aramaic interpretation of the Torah, Unkelus Hager Amaro, Unkelus the Ger, the convert, said it, Mepir Biliahezer Biyoshua. From his rabbis, Unkelus was a student of the Hakamim. Which rabbis? Biyazer Biyoshua. Targum shel Nevi'im, the Targum of the Prophets, Yonatan bin Uziel Amaro. That was said by the rabbi called Yonatan bin Uziel, Mepi Haggai Zechariah Umalachit. From his rabbis, who actually the prophets Haggai Zechariah Umalachit. Venezda'a Zeha'a, Eretz Yisrael, Arba Me'ot Parsa, Al Arba Me'ot Parsa. And when he wrote his commentary, and he published it, Eretz Yisrael, the whole land, 400 Parsa by 400 Parsa, the whole land shook. Why? That's not but called Vamram. Nihuze Shigila Setarai Lebne Adam. Who is this one over here that's revealing all the secrets to mankind? It seems in the Nevi'im, 
a lot of hidden uh, ideas that were that not knows. in the pshat of the Pesukim that Yonatan ben Uzziel brought out. And therefore, Borei Olam said, who's over here, the one that's revealing all the secrets to my uh, children? Mm-hmm. So, comes the Gemara and says... So Tosfot Lid over here explains that the issue was that since he wrote the Targum, and he wrote very explicitly, so they weren't now the people were not going to study Navi in depth as they used to. Uh-huh. Without the Targum, you had to break your head when you studied the Navi. So now he opened it up. So he says, Who's the one that gave them all the answers uh, to all these uh, uh-huh. secrets? That's what Tosfot Lid understands. The Abed understands simply like we explained. That certain things uh, were supposed to remain uh, hidden, and he came along, came along and revealed them. Hamad Yonatan ben Uziel al raglav. So it says Yonatan ben Uziel stood up. Why did he stand up? In honor of the Batkol, because the Batkol came to talk to him. So I have kavod of the Shekhinah. So therefore, he stood up. And what did he say? Adam. I am the one that revealed the secrets. But let it be known in front of you, and it is known in front of you. I did not do this in order to gain uh, honor. Nor did I do it in order for my family's honor. I did it for the sole honor of a Kadosh Baruch be Israel, because there were many pesukim that contradicted each other, and the Nevi'im. <coughs> According to Yonatan Uziel's interpretation, now now already a lot of these pesukim had reconciliation. So he said, I only did it the Shem Shamayim in order that the Hakamim should not have machloket exactly how to reconcile these pesukim. The Od bikesh tegalot targum shel ketuvim. Then Yonatan Uziel had a project to write the targum on the ketuvim. No. So a heavenly voice came along and said, Dayecha. <laughs> Enough. Do not, uh, do not print it. Because there are Pesukim in Daniel that if you have the Targum, it would really give the people a hint exactly when the end of time is going to be. God did not want that to be revealed. Comes the Gemara and says, There's no Targum in Daniel. No Targum. So the Gemara says, Torah unkelus amaro? What do you mean? You're telling me that the Targum of the Torah was it really established by Unkilus the Ger? What does it mean in the Pasuk in Nehemiah? Actually, yeah. So the Gemara explains these these words. Gemara says, It says they read in the Sefer of God, That's referring to the Pasuk. That's referring to the Aramaic interpretation. That's exactly the spot where you're supposed to stop. Because in the Torah really there's no so Pasuk. But they established, or they read it, with the proper stopping, knowing to separate each pasuk. And they had understanding in the mikra, elu That's referring to the ta'amim, the cantillation, the tunes, to each word. 
some say elu hamasoret, and some say no that they uh, read it according to the masoret, meaning the way it is read, which means every word has a way we read it, and also according to the masoret. So they studied it according to also the masoret. But bottom line, what do you see? That already from the times of Nehemiah they were studying targum. So how could you tell me Unkelus again established a targum that Unkelus uh, was much later? Kibra says shachum. Again, really, Targum is around from Har Sinai. When we say Unkelos again wrote the Targum, he just reestablished something that was forgotten from Klai Yisrael. How come when Targum, when it came to the Nevi'im, it says the whole world shook. However, when Unkelos wrote the Targum on the Torah, Eris Israel did not shake. And I don't mean the whole world. I mean Eris Israel. So why was it that the Torah didn't shake and the Nevi'im it did shake? The Oraita milta. Because really the Torah, most of the Pesukim are really explicit. So the Targum is just an interpretation of the Pesukim. The which means in the Nevi'im, it's more hidden Pesukim, Pesukim that are more difficult to understand. And therefore, when the Targum was written, the Eretz Israel shook. Why? Because he was revealing now a lot of the uh, difficult Pesukim in the Nevi'im, such as Dikhtiv, for example, like it says in the Pesuk. Bayomahu, on that day, that is referring to the day that Mashiach bin Yosef is going to get killed. Yigdalam Misped Birushadaim. It's going to be such a eulogy for Mashiach bin Yosef in Jerusalem. Kimisped Hadadrimon Bibikaat Migidon. Like the eulogy of a fellow by the name of Hadadrimon that was eulogized in Bikaat Migidon. That we really have no. Uh, Documentation on a eulogy of Hadadrimon <coughs> in the place of Mikat Megiddo. Ve'amar of Yosef el Malet Targumad Haikera. If it wasn't for the Targum of this pasuk, lo yadana my kamar. We would have no idea what the pasuk is saying. And what is it saying? Beyomahu on that day. Yesgem mispeda birushlem. The eulogy is going to be so great in Jerusalem. Kemispeda de'ahab bar Omri. As big as the eulogy of Ahav Bar Omri, the Kataliyateh Dadrimon bin Tabrimon Beramot Gilad, that was killed by a fellow by the name of Dadrimon bin Tabrimon in Ramot Gilad, Uchmispedad the Yoshiyab Bar Amon, and as big as the funeral of Yoshiyab the king, the Kataliyateh that was killed by. And therefore they're saying that the eulogy of Mashiach bin Yosef is going to be as big as two funerals that took place in the history. Ahab that was killed by Hadadrimon and Yoshia that was killed by Paro Hegrao, Paro Necho. Comes Daniel. Daniel says, I alone saw the vision. The people that were with me, they did not see the vision. But a great fear fell upon them. So they ran. Where did they run? They ran in hiding. So comes the Kabbalah and says, Man ninu anashim. 
Who were these people with Daniel that did not see the vision that he saw? That's referring to the three prophets. So the Gemara says, They were superior to Daniel, and in one way he was superior to them. How? They were superior to him. Because they indeed were prophets. And he was not a prophet. And Daniel actually was a prophet. But as she explains to me, he wasn't a prophet that gave prophecy to the masses. He was a personal prophet as opposed to Agai Zechariah and Malachi, where their prophets were given to Christ Israel. So that's why they were superior to him. But in this case, he was superior to them. Why? Because he saw the vision. But in this case, they did not see the vision. So the Gemara says, Or if you tell me they didn't see the vision, why were they scared? It says that they fell upon them. Why were they scared if they didn't see it? Even though they didn't see it, their mazal sword. What is the mazal? Every human being has like a malach or a sar that is next to the person. And that person, like a, we call a, what we call a guardian angel, or an angel that protects the person. So even though he didn't see, they didn't see it directly, but the mazal did see it, and therefore that caused the person to be scared. Amar Abina, so Abina says, we can learn something from this. If a person gets scared or he has fear, even though he didn't see anything, you should know, his mazal obviously is seeing something that is very scary. So the Gemara says, so how do you get rid of this fear? But if you're in a place where there's a smell or there's dirt, but you can't say the Kiryat Shema, let him skip from his place four steps. Meaning, jump four steps backwards. Let's say he can't, let's say there's a river behind him. Where well, he can't, let's say, skip four steps backwards. Let him say the following words. The goats in the slaughterhouse are fatter than me. Which means go bother them. And therefore that gets rid of the uh, fear from the mazal. Comes Gibran says, We learned on yesterday's daf that the words were used for a dirasha, telling me that not only walled cities, but all cities that are close to the walled cities also are subject to the law of reading the Megillah on the 15th. Like we said, Samuch. So the Gemara says, once already you tell me that Medinam Dinam Ve'ir Ve'ir is used for Dirasha, Mishpacha U Mishpacha Lemayata. Well, the Megillah also has Lashon, Mishpacha U Mishpacha. Families and families. But what is this Mishpacha U Mishpacha coming to teach me? The Gemara says, Amar Bi Yosimar Harina Lavi. To come and include the Kohanim families and the Levi'im families. That they mevatel, they stop their avodah. The Kohanim in their service. And the Levi'im on their platforms, meaning doing the Sheer. We know the Masikh Ta'anid that Israel would be represented uh, for the Qurban of the Qurban Tamid, they represented Kla Yisrael, they were set up in the 24 groups called the Anshem Ma'amad, so it says Kulan, Mibatelin, Avodatan, Ubaim Lishmoa, Mikra, Megillah, they all 
uh, take time out from their avodah, they mevatel the avodah in order to go hear the megillah. Tanya nameache koanim ba'avodatam uviim b'duchanam Yisrael b'ma'amadam kulam b'batelim avodatam uviim neshmo mekra megillah. Now we have to understand what exactly mevatel the avodah. Why can't you do both? Which means the avodah you have technically all day long. So what does it mean the mevatel the avodah? So look at the tosafot tosafot. מבטלים כהנים מעבודתם נשמעו מקלם מגילה וקשה אמר מבטלים והלא אחר הקריאה יש הרבה שעות עבודה לא תמיד מגילה לא תגו back to the service what does it mean מבטלים why do they have to nullify the service ויש לומר דקבל דמשאיר היום בזמן עבודה והם מניחים אותה בשביל הקריאה פשוט מה חיכה לביטול so תוספות זה זווק חדושים when we say מבטל it means they just push it off of course they did the עבודה but the point is they did מגילת אסתר first and since they pushed off and they didn't do the Avodah in the earliest time, because you can already do the Avodah from Alot Hashar. Since they already pushed it off, so it's considered as if they were Mivatil. So Tosfur is the next question. Why should they push off the Avodah? They can do both. Let them do the Avodah at the proper time, then let them go read the Megillah. Tosfur answers, We'd rather them read it with the Sibur. If you're going to make them do the Avodah first, then they're going to end up reading Megillah alone. So therefore, let them go Megillah with Sibur, because Pirsumen Isaah, and then they can go do the Avodah. Comes again, and says, Mikan Samchu Shel Bet Rabi. From here, the Bet Pedrash, or the family of Rabi, learned the following. Halakha, Shemibatlin Talmud Torah, Ubain Lishmoa Mikra Megillah. That you're also able to mevatel your learning. Because in the middle of learning. He's able to mevatel his learning in order to come here Mikra Megillah, Kalva Homer Me'avodah. Right? And he made a Kalva Homer from Avodah. Ma'avodah Shihamura Me'batelinan. Which means when it comes to the Avodah, which we're going to consider it Hamura, and still what? We're able to Me'batel Talmud Torah, Lokot Sheken. There's a Talmud Torah which is not as serious as Avodah, we'll see. Kot Sheken, that what? You'll be able to be Me'batel. Now there's a question over here that the Mepharshim asks, what does it mean, Mivatlim Torah, Mepnei Mikra Megillah? Isn't Megillah also Torah? Which means, it's one of the 24 books of the Tanakh. So therefore, you're not really Mivatiling Torah, which is if you want to tell me that you're going to read some stories, okay, you tell me Mivatlim Torah, Mepnei Mikra Megillah. But why do you call this Bitu Torah? Isn't, uh, don't want me to read the Megillah, they still get credit for reading Torah? The Gemara says in another place, if a person reads Kiryat Shema, in the morning and in the evening, he fulfills the Mazavah. So, therefore, reading Megillah says it's not going to be worse. So, I saw a beautiful explanation. He says, You're right. There's two types of Torah there's quantitative Torah and there's qualitative Torah. There's Tamut Torah be Kamut and Tamut Torah be Echut. Now, when a person is sitting and learning Gemara or he's learning something Be'ayun, so therefore, not only is he studying Torah, but he's studying it on a deeper level. And therefore, he gets credit for the Kamut and the Echut. Now, for him to close the deeper studying, to go read Megillah, well, Megillah is reading a story. Yes, Tamut Torah, but you're compromising the Echut. And therefore, it's Bitul Torah Be'echut. You are making Bitul Torah, because the quality is not on the same level. Are well, you reading a story about a Hajmeroz, Mordechai, instead? So therefore, the Hadush of the Gemara is even so. Mevatlim Torah Be'echut, in order to go hear the Mekra Megillah. Comes the Gemara and says, Ba'avodah Hamura Metalmut Torah. Are you telling me that Avodah is more stringent than Avodah, than Tamut Torah? 
We have a story, is when Yeshua went to the first battle in Yericho, in Eris Yisrael, he saw a person, he lifted his eyes and he saw, there was a man standing in front of him. And what? Yeshua bowed in front. Actually, the Pasuk says, the man that was standing in front of Yeshua had a da- sword you know, drawn in front of him. I'm reading the whole story. Yeshua went in and he told him, Are you with us or you're against us? He told him, No. I am a Hashem. I am an angel of God. And I came now. That's the whole Pesukim. So what does the Pesuk say? So what? Yoshua then falls on his face and bows to the Malach. Now let's see the Derashot of the Gemara. Says, How did Yoshua bow in front of the Malach? That a person is allowed to give his friend Shalom at night. Why? You have to be suspicious. Maybe the guy's a demon. At night, all the demons come out. You're not to say Shalom. Shalom is God's name. Mm-hmm. How does Yoshua bow down to this uh, person over here? Maybe it's a shed. How does you know he's a Malach? So Kibbutz says, what do you mean? He told him. He introduced himself and said, I am an angel of God. Maybe he's lying. We have a tradition, he would not have said God's name in vain. Because he says, Hashem. So Yashid would not lie and use God's name in vain. And therefore, Yoshua was certain that indeed this was Malak, and therefore he bowed in front. You only suspect of Shedim outside the city, where the Mazikim are prevalent. He was outside of the camp of Israel, so he's fighting. But in the place where you, people are uh, common, we don't suspect that the guys are shed. A guy that says comes to his friend and I tells him write write, write a get for my wife. Heki katvinan niush shema shedu melonichdov. Maybe you suspect that the guy's a shed, and I gonna write the get. Maybe you have to wait till you see his uh, reflection of his reflection with the shedim don't have uh, shadows. And you don't say that in the city. You write a get because you trust that the guy is a human being. But in these outside the uh, parameters of the city, you have to also say the guy's a shed. How did Yeshua trust? And they have to say because he said I can't remember whose name. We know Hashem is not going to say Hashem's name. Good. What did the angel tell Yoshua? Amar lo, he tells him, Emesh bitaltem tamid shul ben arbaim. Yesterday, in the afternoon, during the war, you suspended the tamid shul ben arbaim. You did not bring the afternoon korban. Ve'achshav bitaltem talmud Torah. And now, at night, you didn't study Torah during the encampment. Amar lo, so Yeshua says, Al ezemehen bata. So which one are you coming to rebuke me on? Amar lo, ata bati. He said, I'm coming now. 
have to see what that means. Miyad, so what did Yeshua do immediately? Miyad and Yeshua balay lahu betocha aimek. So Yeshua lied that night in the valley. Amar Yohanan melamed shelan beumka shel halacha. It doesn't mean the valley per se. It means he went to sleep that night beumka shel halacha. Meaning he studied halacha in Davidi. He accepted the rebuke of the angel. Now let's see that she over here. Emes bitalten. When the angel told Yoshua ben Atabati, Anu lemedim tehirat v'ramalach heshimam b'shne devarim, which is if he told him I'm coming now, must be he had claims against Yoshua for two different situations, because he said I'm coming for this thing. Emes kilomat keshiariv ayom when the sun came down, hayalachem nakriv tamid ha'erev ubitaltem oto v'nishtaitem b'marav ha'ir chenam. You stayed in the battleground in the ambush. Too long, for no reason. What was the purpose? You need to be in the, in the ambush at night. No, in, in the old days, they didn't have night games. They didn't fight at night. They fought only during the, the day. So why couldn't you bring the korban? What are you doing? You don't fight at night. You should have had uh, shi'urim. You should have been learning. So what does the, 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 the malach say? I'm coming for the Talmud Torah. Don't think this happened in Yiriho. The next word that Yoshua fought was against I. She's the next battle. He learned the lesson, and at night he studied Torah. But not only did he study Torah, he studied Torah. Be'aimek, meaning with in depth. Let's do Right, so the Malach tells Yeshua, yesterday, you mevatel the Tamid Shobin Arbaim. Kashe, Abay Batlu. Why didn't they bring the Qurban? Bishlamat Tamutura Batlu, Lefishi Yusarim, Alair. Ko Yisrael, which is, I understand why they didn't study Torah, because all the Jewish people, they were in the war, they were, they were, they were sieging a city. Avala Kohanim, Abay Lo Yumachirim Atamid. The Kohanim don't go to war. Why didn't the Kohanim go bring the Qurban Tamid? Who's bringing the Qurban Tamid? Not the Israelim. Let the Kohanim bring the Qurban. We have a rule. When the Aaron is not in his place, because in the old days you used to take the Aaron out to war. And therefore when the Aaron is not in his place, the Kohanim are not allowed to bring Qurban al-Kadamar al-Pirikadar that Kohanim no see Aaron. That's what's the next question. Where do you see in the Pasuk that the Malach rebuked Yoshua on Talmud Torah and Bitula Qurban? All the Malach told Yoshua was, he told them, he, he didn't mention anything, I'm sorry, he didn't mention anything regarding these two things. When Yeshua asked the Malach, Yeshua said, Are you coming because of the Lanu, because of the Torah, Siva Lanu Moshe? Is that the reason why you're coming? Or you're coming because of the item that protects us from our enemies. What's the item that protects us from our enemies? Korbanot. So you see from the Lashon of Yeshua's question, Halanu Atayim Litzarenu, that it was referring to these two items. Next to Sfot, what does the Malach say? Atabati. Pirush Liban, Al-Talmud Torah Bati Dikhtibe Ve'ata Ketvu Lachem Et Ashira Azod. Regarding Talmud Torah, what does the Pasuk say? Ve'ata Ketvu Lachem Et Ashira. So he says, I'm coming Ata. Atabati. I'm coming for the Ata. For the Pasuk that says Ata, which is Talmud Torah. 
But what do you see from this whole story? The bottom line, Korbanot are not as severe as Talmud Torah. So how could Bet Rabbi come along and say, from the fact that when it comes to Avodah, the Kohanim HaMivatel to go read the Megillah, so from there they learned, called Kalvahomer for Talmud Torah. What are you talking? Talmud Torah is more severe than Avodah. What's the proof? The Malach came to rebuke Yeshua, not on the Avodah that they missed, the Korban Tamid. He came to rebuke them on Talmud Torah. So how did Bet Rabbi deduce this halakha that mevatim tamut Torah metne mikra megillah kebaraz answer ve'amar Rav Shmuel bar Unya continue Shmuel bar Unya says gadol tamut Torah yoter makrabat imidim from here we can deduce that what that tamut Torah is even greater the bringing of the sacrifices shnei emar atabati because the pradi navi said the malachs I'm coming for now for the ata. Of course, Yoshua, this was Tamutura the Rabim. This was Tamutura of the whole entire nation. So, yes, indeed. Tamutura of the whole entire nation is more important than the Qurban Tamid. Shilbet Rabbi, what were they talking about? Tamutura of Yahid. So, Tamutura of Yahid is not as severe as Avodah. And therefore, for Avodah, we may tell for the Mikramic Ilah, Kavahome Tamutura Shem Yahid. Now, the top photo over here tells us that the angel actually rebuked Yeshua for a third thing. He was mevatel klai Yisrael from the mitzvah periyavid Because the halakha says that as long as the Aaron is not in its place, Amisul is forbidden to be with their wives. So that was another uh, mistake, we'll say, that Yeshua did on that night. And Tosfot says, as a result, he got punished. What was the punishment? That he did not have a ben zachar. Because he refrained from him of having a Ben Zachar. Comes the Gemara continues. Would Yahid Kal? Well, you tell me over here that Tamut Rabbi Yahid is not so serious, meaning Avodah is more Hamur. That you tell me, Tamut Rabbi Yahid is Kal? What do you mean? We have a Mishnah. Mishnah in Mu'ed Katar. Ladies on Hola Mu'ed, God forbid if somebody dies, Me'anot Avalomitapehot. Me'anot is a type of eulogy that they make. Me'anot means that they answer. There was a certain type of eulogy that was done like uh, in an answering uh, form. However, lomitapehot, mitapehot is either they bang themselves, either bang themselves on their face, or bang their hearts. That was a certain type of uh, way of showing grief. So they're allowed to be me'anot, however they are not, me'anot, or not again, they answer in unison, that's me'anot. In unison, they sing a, like a eulogy, that's permissible. However, in mitapehot, they're allowed to do that in Hulam Wa'id. Which is if they were close to the mitah, to the coffin, they can even be mitapehot, they can even bang on their hearts as a sign of mourning. Now, which are, let's say, minor holidays, they are allowed to be me'anot, which is they cry out in the eulogies together, because it was afford the word me'anot, kulan onot ka'ahat. They all cry out of the eulogy in unison. And even allowed to bang on their, on their hearts. 
ubaze, which means on both of these days, which means not only on the uh, uh, on the Rosh uh, Chodeshim, but on Hanukkah and on Purim. However, right, but on all the days. Meaning on Cholam Moed, or on Hanukkah, Purim, or Shosh, they are not allowed to be Mekonen. What is Mekonen? So Tosfor explains Mekonen is Ahat Omeret Vashar Onot. That one starts off the eulogy and everybody else answers. That's called a Kina. Okay, so these are the different things that are permissible and not permissible on the uh, festivals. Ve'amara Lavar Huna, En Moed Bifnei Tamid Hakam. When it comes to Barmenana Tamid Hakam, that Pesuah and Cholam Moed, there's no more in front of a Tamil which means you can do anything. You, know, you can be Mekonen, Metapeyah, Me'anot, which means when it comes to the Yulji of a Tamil you do everything. Mekon Sheken, Hanukkah, Upurim. All the more so when it comes to what? Hanukkah and Purim, because obviously Hanukkah and Purim are not as severe as Holam Wet. So for Holam Wet, Tamil Akam dies, could eulogize him with all the uh, ways. So Kon Sheken and Hanukkah and Purim. Look at those four. Shemutala Spidam, I forgot the Matim Meklamigila. Ah, uh, even though you are by eulogizing, you might miss the Megillah. So what do you see over here? You see over even Talmud Torah of a Yahid, because this is an individual Tamil Akam that died. So you see what? Still, Talmud Torah is greater than Mikram Megillah. You told me that what should better be, they were individual rabbis, that what? They were individual rabbis that what? They were mevatil the Torah for Mikra Megillah. We're showing you over here that no. Even if a Tamir Hakam passes away, Adraba, you eulogize him, and you forget about the Megillah. So what do you see over here? That Talmud Torah Yahid is more important than even Mikra Megillah. Tosfot speaks that out, because obviously by eulogizing Tamir Hakam, you're going to miss the Megillah. So you see what? Talmud Torah Yahid is more hamur than Mikra Megillah. Kibbalah's answer... Kavod Torah Kamart. You're talking about a different item. You're talking about not Talmud Torah. You're talking about Kavod Torah. Giving Kavod to the Niftar. Kavod Torah Diyahid Hamud. Talmud Torah Diyahid Kal. Two different items. When it comes to the Kavod of a Tamid Hakam, yes. Kavod of a Yahid is greater than Megillah. However, Talmud Torah Diyahid is not. At the eulogy, what are we discussing over Tamut Torah? No, Tamut Torah is dead. We're discussing over Kavod. To give Kavod to Ramid Hakam, that overrides Mekram Megillah. We're discussing over Bet Rabidah. We're learning. Oh, Tamut Torah is not as serious. You see, in this case, a very important lesson. Kavod Torah, and sometimes is even greater than the Limut Torah of the Yahid. Amar Abah starts to give some rules. Peshitali, Avodah Mekram Megillah, it's a choice between Avodah, Mekram Megillah, Mekram Megillah Adif. But Rabbi Yosef Bar Halina. Did we learn before the Amud Rishon? Mishpacha or Mishpacha? What did we learn from the words Mishpacha or Mishpacha? Mishpachat Kohanim, Mishpachat Nevi'im. Even though they're serving and the Anshem Aramad, they have to stop their service in order to do the Megillah. So that's already given. Number two. Talmud Torah, Mekram Megillah, Mekram Megillah Adif. Learning. Of Yahid. And Mikram Megillah, what overrides? Mikram Megillah Adif. How do we know that from? Midisam Kushab Betrabi. From the story of the Betrabi. They learned that what? Tamud Torah was overridden because of Mikram Megillah. Number three. Tamud Torah Umit Mitzvah. 
If it's a choice between studying Torah or a met mitzvah, what does it mean a met mitzvah? Let's say it's a met that doesn't have any COVID, that doesn't have anybody to bury him. Well, you're learning. What overrides what? Met mitzvah adif. Met mitzvah overrides. How do you know? Meditanya, because we have a brighter. Mebatlin Talmud Torah lehotzaat met. That we're allowed to mevatel Torah in order to go bury a met ulachnasat kala. Or to go um, bring a kala into marriage. So therefore, not only a bit mitzvah, by the way, this is talking about even a regular mit. Which means, Talmud Torah, you have to go to the, uh, to the, uh, to the funeral. Tosafot says, mit mitzvah adif. Lav davka mit mitzvah. Vuadim nechol metim, shebaolam mevatim Talmud Torah lootsiam. Ela aidi derekam asur gabel lachatom mit mitzvah, ki hachanam inakit Talmud Torah o mit mitzvah. Which is, even though later on we're going to discuss mit mitzvah, so it's a little bit mit mitzvah, but it's lav davka. Even a regular man overrides Talmud Torah. So that's another given. Next given. Avodah umet mitzvah. If it's a subject of avodah, avodah meaning service, umet mitzvah, what overrides what? Met mitzvah adif. Met mitzvah overrides even avodah. How do we know that? Nivileachoto. What's the pasuk of vileachoto? This pasuk was written by a nazir. We know a nazir is not allowed to mitameh to a met. That's one of the restrictions of a nazir. The pasuk says, Alkol nafshot met lo yavo. And then the pasuk says, Le'abiv, Ulibo, Le'achiv, Vila'achoto. What do you have to tell me? You just told me, Alkol nafshot met lo yavo. What do you have to tell me? Le'abiv, Le'imo, Le'achiv, Le'achoto. So the Gemara says, You know what we learned from the Abiv? That, Even if the Nazir, Yeah, even if the Nazir over here, well, let's, read, let's read it in Ashi actually, so we don't make a uh, mistake. Look at Ashi Vilachoto, Matamudomar. See that Ashi? Kabe Nazir Ketiv, Al Nefesh Met Lo Yavo. Hare Akol Be Mashma. Everything's included. Hadar Ketiv, Batre, Kera Yetera, Le Abiv, Le Imo, Le Akhiv, Le Akhoto. Tadish La Besafi, Le Abiv, Lo Yitama, Vametameu, Le Met Mitzvah. Oh. What do we learn from the Abib? He does not mitameh to his father, but he will be mitameh to a met mitzvah. Because the word Abib is extra. He just told me, I'll call met lo yavo. So what does the, the Abib come and tell me? Yes, to his father, no, but to somebody else, yes. Meaning, Nazir can mitameh to a met mitzvah. Le'imo, matamud omar. What does that tell me le'imo for? We know already, I'll call nafshot met lo yavo. Shi'imaya kohen v'nazir. Ah, let's say it was a double. He was a Kohen and a Nazir. So he has two reasons not to become Metameh. Afapish shekadosh bet kedushot. Even though he has two kedushot on him. Le'imo lo yitamah. He does not Metameh to his mother. Aval metamehu lemet mitzvah. So you see again, Kohen, Nazir, met mitzvah. He's Metameh. What is Lachim? Come and teach me. She'im haya Kohen gadol. There is it. He's a Kohen gadol and a Nazir. So he has the most stringent laws on him. Le'achiv lo yitamah. He's not going to be metameh to his brother. Aval, metamehu, lemet mitzvah. Ta'al korchat kolu lemeute met mitzvah atu. So let's go slow. Have a nazir. Nazir tells me, you cannot metameh to anybody. That's anybody. Then it says, la'aviv. Of course, what are you coming to include? I'm coming to tell you, da'afka la'aviv, but not to a met mitzvah. Meaning a met mitzvah, nazir is metameh. Good. That's a regular nazir. The immo. 
Well, I know Nazir already came to tell me to admit mitzvah. So you know what the Imam's coming to tell me? He's a Nazir Kohen. The guy's got double Kiddushah in him. And what's the Hadush of the Pasuk? That Le'abiv Ulimo Lo Yitamah But he'll be metameh to a mitzvah. Good. Le'achiv. Nazir Kohen Gadol. His brother, no, but the Kohen to uh, met mitzvah. Yes. Okay, now we got one more left. La'achotoh. Now what's the Hatu coming to teaching? Nazir, Nazir what? Nazir Kohen Gadot, that's it, you, you, you maxed out. So once the word Vila'achotoh is extra, we have a right to be Doreshit to totally something out of the context of the Pasuk. And what are we going to Doreshit? So the Gemara says, Matamud Lomar Vila'achotoh. Vila'achotoh Matamud Lomar. Harishi Yaolech Lishchotet Pesho. Let's take a guy, Eid Pesach, regular guy. He's going to slaughter his Qurban Pesach. Vilamul et beno, ought to go circumcise his son. Now mind you, these are very stringent mitzvot. Both of them, if you don't do them, have a isud karet attached to them. Vishamar shemet lomet. And all of a sudden they tell him, hey, listen, one of your relatives died. Yachol yitama? Does the Kohen go, we're talking about a Kohen. Does the Kohen go back and mitame himself? Amat lo yitama. The Torah says, Lo Which means either he's a Kohen or he's a Nazir. <laughs> the point is, even if what? The Torah says, Lo Yitamah, he cannot be like himself. Tamek, because he's going to do these. Mizvot, I don't care uh, um, uh, about the Met. However, Yachol Kashem Shino Metameh La'achoto, Kach Eno Metameh Lemet Mizvah. Maybe, just like he doesn't Metameh to a regular family member. He's not going to be to a mit mitzvah. Tamud lo ma vila achoto. La achoto deiro mitameh. Av mitameh le mit mitzvah. She's the hadush is that when he's walking to go to korban pesach and he finds a mit mitzvah, mitameh yourself. Because the pasuk vila achoto means his sister will not become tamei to a relative, but to a mit mitzvah yeah. Even though now he's not going to be able to do korban pesach, because once he becomes tamei to the mit mitzvah, the korban pesach is over. He's not going to be able to circumcise his son on the right day. Kamash what doesn't matter. So what do we learn from over here? We learn from over here that what? Rabbah's case was when it comes to a avodah and mit mitzvah. If it's a din and avodah or mit mitzvah, which comes first? Mit mitzvah comes first. Because what do we see over here? If a person was a kohen, kohen has avodah. Still what does the Torah say? Mit mitzvah adif. I didn't know that from the dirashah of vilachotoh. Because we learned about a Nazir, Nazir Kohen, Nazir Kohen Gadol. But what's the common name between all these people? They're mitameh for mit mitzvah. So those were the givens of Ravah. Let's review the givens that Ravah gave before we get to his question. The first given was what? He said like this. Avodan mikra megillah. Mikra megillah adif. Talmud Torah mikra megillah. Mikra megillah adif. Talmud Turan met mitzvah, met mitzvah adif. Avodan met mitzvah, met mitzvah adif. Now he gets this question. Ba'irava. Mikram migilah u met mitzvah. Hemina yu adif. And now he puts, he pits the two stringent ones against each other. Mikram migilah, which we said is dohay everything, is dohay avodan, is dohay tamutulah, against met mitzvah. So we said, mit mitzvah is dochei avodah, mit mitzvah is dochei tamutola. So now, what about a mit mitzvah against Megillah? Do you go read the Megillah, or do you go bury the mit? 
So the Gemara says, well, what are the two sides? I can argue and say Mikra Megillah is more important. Why? Because it's the miracle. That's the Ikan. Or maybe Mit Mitzvah is a dead person being laid in the street over here. Nobody's able to marry him. Kavod Abiriyot. You have to have Kavod to the to the people. Maybe uh, maybe it's more important that you marry him. Patar de Baaya Adar Pashta. After he asked the question, he answered. Met mitzvah adif. Why? The Amar Mor Gadol Kabod Abiriyot. Shedochet Lo Tasei Shabbat Torah. Great is Kavod Abiriyot. You know why? How great the respect of human beings are. Because respect of human beings is so great that it even overrides a negative commandment in the Torah. Where do you see that? Torah says you have an obligation to return lost objects. Guy's walking down the street, he sees a lost object. Hashem Teshivim, you got to pick it up and return it. Torah says, You're not allowed to walk by to make believe you didn't see it. If a person walks by a lost object, he closes his eyes, so to speak, to the lost object, he committed a lot of in the Torah. You're not allowed to walk by it. However, the Gemara says in a different place, a person is walking down the street, he's a Tamil Hakam, and he sees a lost object that it's embarrassing for him to pick up the object now and start walking in the street to go return it. Tamil Hakam, he's not going to pay, he's a chicken, and he's walking in the middle of the street with a, with a chicken, and it's embarrassing. So you know what the Torah says? Keep on walking. Don't worry about it. Why? Kavod HaBeriyot. So you see, Kavod HaBeriyot is so great that it overrides the Isur of Lotuchal Lit'alem. So therefore, once you see already, Kavod HaBeriyot is so great that it can even override the Torah commandment of Lotuchal Lit'alem. So therefore, we're going to say, if it's a choice between Mekram Megillah or burying the Met, Kavod HaBeriyot of the Met is more important, and therefore, Met Mitzvah Adif. Good? Gufa. We learned. Amar Biyushom Ben-Levi. Krach v'chol ha-samuchlo. Yavei walled city. And anything next to the walled city. V'chol ha-nere'imo. Or anything that's visible from the walled city. Nidon ke-krach. And therefore you read the Megillah when on the 15th. Right? Again, a walled city. And anything next to the city. Or anything visible to the city. You read it on the 15th. The Gabbara says, Tana, Samuch, Afa Pishenu, Nere'eh, Nere'eh, Afa Pishenu, Samuch. Well, now we give a rule. Close, even though it's not visible. Visible, even though it's not close. How is that possible? Pishlam, Nere'eh, Afa Pishenu, Samuch. I have a case that is visible, even though it's not close. Maskaf, Atla, Kigon, Diyadva, Berosh, Ahar. Let's say the city is on the mountain. And the city uh, next to it is... Down the mountain. So it's not Samukh, but it's Nere'eh. Because you can see from the mountain, you can see down to the city, that's Nere'eh, that's Eno Samukh. But the Gemara says, Eno Samukh, Afapisha Eno Nere'eh. How do you have a case where it's near, but you can't see it? Hechi Muskahatla. Amar Banahal. That one of the cities is all the way down in the valley. And therefore, the regular city isn't at that, uh, sea level, whatever you want to call it, the regular level. And the, and the other one is very low. And therefore, it's Samuch. But in and you cannot see it because it gets all the way down. So that would be a case also where the both of them read it on the 15. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.